Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Roshearer here, and welcome to the show. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope 2024 is starting off with a bang. For me, it was really a time of uh, dealing with a few things. That's why this podcast is so late into the year to just clear, clear the decks. And I actually do want to talk about clearing blocks today, blocks that you may have in your own life. But for me, a lot of it was just physicality, you know, things on my desk. And some of these things I let go of over the holidays, but they are important and they simply need to be done. Doesn't mean I love doing them, but they just simply needed to be done. So, you know, sometimes we might think that, uh, well, not think, it is. The world is changing fast. The last few years have shone a lot of light into dark corners. For some people, there's mixed reactions. You can either be a person that literally becomes anxiety ridden over everything you've learned, even though intellectually you know it's been there all along. You might be a person that rejoices in the uh, changes and saying, you know what, this is awesome, let's, let's keep moving forward. And then there's people that it's just fear where I don't want to deal with it. I don't want it to happen and denial. Those are all very valid, but let's talk about the positivity and the success of the attitude of letting go. Because things could be easier and can be unless you're still hanging on to stuff. Now, there is a lot of prophetic information out there right now. I mean, you've got religious stuff, you've got new age stuff, the belief structure that, you know, Atlantis was real and, and uh, there's, we are not alone in the universe. There is a lot of stuff out there and a lot of it's becoming very mainstream and into the light. And I find it, I'm not going to lie, you know, being raised in a crazy Christian background, uh, I find some of it hard to, to really wrap my head around, not hard to take. I try and stay open. I have questioned so much on this planet my whole life. You know, how did that get there? Who built that? Why is this this way? Why did history happen that way? I love all of that because I love being in the question. But whether you're struggling like in, as, as an esoterically like way out in left field, what about just in our day to day? 2023, I found was rough for a lot of people. You know, it was our first full year where so much of the truth came out about how destructive and how uh, dishonest COVID truly was and the abuse of power. It was, it was really crazy. And, and I know for a fact, because I live in Canada, that our country is looked upon in the whole world as a laughingstock right now. And people are also looking at us going, why is no one rising up and, and demanding their freedoms back? I, I don't know. I don't have an answer for any of that. I really don't. All I can do is believe that if I keep moving forward in faith, things will work out and that my love will affect another person. That is why I still podcast. All I 
ask of the universe and my team, God, however you want to phrase it, all I ask is that when I sit down to do this podcast, that they channel wisdom through me and that I help one person. If a thousand people listen to this podcast, but only one person was helped, it is worth every second of my time. So let's talk about a few things. Is there something you're still hanging on to? It's funny because I just had this conversation with someone in my life. And when I spoke to them, their answer to something I had said, please, I'd like you to do this or use this or share this. And they were like, no, I would never do that. I actually went back to them and said, listen, it gives me great joy to share what I have been blessed with. So I'd like you to ask yourself what past trauma or what block, it's kind of interesting, it's all the same subject eh, a week later, or what limiting belief you're still hanging on to that you would not enjoy using something that I'm offering to share. And this is someone that shares stuff with me all the time. Right? So that's how I, that's how I approached it. And it was interesting. I haven't heard back, but I also know they're thinking about it. So sometimes we need to ask ourselves that same thing. Is this truly what we believe is our behavior, our reaction, our belief structure, our worry? Do we have blocks? Do we have limiting beliefs? Did something happen to us that we haven't cleared out of our lives? And is it stopping us from stepping into today, into the future, into an easier path? Look into your hearts because the answer is there. I am so grateful I did the work last year with my higher self. You've heard me say it a million times. We are spiritual beings having a physical experience. And with that physicality brings limitations and brings sometimes weird belief. And maybe, as there is a lot of belief out there, I believe in reincarnation. And I know there's a lot of Christians that do not. It's one and done. I do not believe that. I, I truly, truly do not. It's not logical. In my mind, doesn't make me right. I'm just saying, in my mind, it's not logical. So what if, and I just heard this today, what if one life iteration, it was your you experience being a narcissist, and now in this life, you have learned that lesson, and you have a narcissistic person in your life, and you're like, what is going on here? But you've already experienced that way of being. I know when I had a past life um, session a number of years ago, I haven't always been amazing and honest and whatever. I have stolen. I was a thief and, and I was there was an attempted murder on my life, according to, to this psychic. It's really hard to say. I've been a male, I've been a female, and in different in different iterations of my life. And I, according to numerology, are in my last iteration right now. There's also a lot of belief out there that the whole planet is in their last last iteration. I hope not, because there's still a lot of young souls, new souls, as I like to call them, on this planet that um, I don't think all the lessons have been learned. There is still a huge darkness on this planet, and I would like to see that go away. And it's hard, because who do you believe? What do you believe anymore? You know, I was raised with King James Bible version of the Bible. That is the way, he is the way, the truth, the life. End of story, nothing else matters. Well. I have a tough time with that because, you know, there's billions of people on this planet and I don't believe everyone's going to some fiery hell just because they never accepted Jesus Christ as their personal savior. I believe he is the way. I think he is a way. 
I don't think he is the only way necessarily. And I know I get a lot of trouble because I've got family members and stuff that completely disagree with me. And I'm okay with that because I also am a person that I'm okay having the conversation. And luckily, COVID taught a lot of the people in my life to be open to the conversation. You know, people that were very black and white at the beginning. And even I was black and white at the beginning. I was black and white going, this is a fraud. <laughs> and, and I was sort of militant about it. And I had to learn to soften, to see why people were afraid to, you know, chase the why it was happening, to follow the money and approach things in a more forgiving manner when I felt people around me were so deceived and how could they fall for this and how could they be such sheep? You see what I mean? So it was a growth, that was a growing period for me as well. Well, that works for everybody. We are just simply here growing and learning. So having grace is really, really important. So looking into your heart to find out if this is something that rings true for you connecting with your higher self is this for my best interest with the with the cosmic universal knowledge that is out there and as I just spoke of it could be a behavior a person or a belief that is holding you back that is blinding you so is there an issue from your past that's blocking your ability to love yourself this is, you know, self-love is a huge issue for a lot of people. One, they don't feel worthy and it's getting worse with how we're raising uh, this next generation. They're just constantly on their phones. They're not connecting with other souls. And I just read an article today like that. They've done a, a study on this, that loneliness, not being alone, but true loneliness actually kills more people on this planet than anything else. That means disease, war, heart attack. Because when you are lonely, your body goes into fight or flight and there's this whole chemical uh, consequence of feeling despair and feeling like you might not survive it. And that brings on heart attacks, dementia. The, the, the study was amazing reading, uh, listening to it. And it was like, I never even thought about it that way. But when we ignore how our bodies chemically work, and we ignore how our spirits function inside of our physicality, these are things that we just turned a blind eye to because we have been hardwired to feel safe in numbers. Why do you think people go to cities? Why do you think in, in thousands of years ago people looked for like-minded people to build villages? Everyone wasn't one person off living in a cave. You wouldn't, be, wouldn't have procreated, you wouldn't have created community. Um, when one or more pre person are gathered together, there is a dynamic, a very dynamic spiritual relationship that happens and a growing of our, uh, I believe, cosmic understanding that we truly just know and understand more when there's more of us together. Now that ring, rings true on the, uh, for the negative side as well. That's why you have mob mentality. Something goes wrong and people that you just never thought would ever do something like that are all of a sudden caught on the news, smashing out store windows and stealing. And you're like, what is going on here? So that energy, all any of it is neither good nor bad, but it can be used for evil or for good. It's being aware it's there in the first place. So as human beings, we tend to be, there's always the outliers, do not get me wrong, do not think this is a blanket coding for every single person on the planet. 
I require a lot more time alone than other people, especially like even my own husband. Luckily, he is very social and he goes up and does things and goes fishing and hangs out with the boys on his own because I want quiet time. I just want to read a book. I just want to rest. Don't want to be involved with people that much. But that doesn't mean I'm lonely. In fact, I am really rarely ever lonely. I have been in the past when I was younger. A lot of that was driven by a need to have a partner and um, not understanding what I truly needed and how to get it. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, constructively. Thank you. I uh, Not knowing how to get that constructively. Hmm. Question to ask yourself. Okay. What is it I need and why do I need it? Now I understand my central nervous system, I can get very, very wired and almost like you see in, and read in books and see on movies when someone has magic. Magic is not a never ending uh, pool. It depletes you using it. That's always the, the rule in all the magic shows and all the books and everything. So my energy from my central nervous system to me works very similar to how those stories are told. I can deplete myself helping others, being with others and having my energy drained. And I, I still to this day struggle with controlling that, not letting my energy just gush out of me and just be absorbed by everything around me. So, you know, work in progress, right? As we all are. So ask yourself if there's something you're hanging on to that has outworn its purpose. And that is sometimes what I like to call a limiting belief. Something that may have worked for you when you're younger or you were taught it and that belief structure carries with you into adulthood and it may not serve you anymore. Years and years ago, I got into energy work. This is how, why I've taken the, the road that I have taken versus just my straight, narrow Christian upbringing. And I had a, a clearing done of entities. Now, I'll tell you the end result right, right out of the gate was I went home and was actually almost had a panic attack because I never felt so alone and my mind so quiet in my entire life and it freaked me out. That being said, there's a lot of people that believe in the energetic entities that can attach themselves to us. Some are there for a benefit, but some are not. They're dark and they're just clinging to us, sucking off us like a succubus. But even the ones that were there for what they were needed may not be needed anymore and you need to let them go. One of my grandmothers was very attached to me and she probably saw me through a lot as a, as a younger person, but I had no need of that entity getting older. So having an entity clearing was so enlightening for me. It was like literally mind blowing. This was many, many years ago. And like I say, you may not believe in that sort of stuff and that is totally fine. But believe in the, in the basis, which I try and stay on track with in this podcast, of human behavior. Psychologically, there are a lot of truths that are known and a lot of them we tend to ignore. And we allow ourselves to be manipulated because we ignore them. Okay? And hang on to things. So like a limiting belief, sometimes there's things hanging on to your life you do not need anymore. They are not guiding you. They are hindering you. All right, because old chains and just like when I have that clearing can tie us to the past and we need to move forward. Our pain, there could be pain in the past um, and we just will keep walking the same path. There won't be something fresh, something new. We want to go to a place we've never been, not live where we already have been. 
So I say 2024, it's time to let go. Gently, quietly let go. Allow yourself a few looks back. Now this is something I allow myself with no shame any longer. As many tears are as are needed. My husband may not understand me or my emotional makeup, but he under but he respects the fact that I need to cry, grieve about something, be upset. The difference at my age and being 21 is the drama queen stuff is gone and I don't need to bring everyone else down with me. It's simply a matter of, I don't know why I'm feeling this way. I'm struggling, but I am going to go to my room now and have a good cry. I'm going to clean myself up. We can talk about it if we need to. If we don't, let's just let it go. I don't always need to understand. I just need to release it. Because emotions, don't forget, get very tied up in your body. You get a sore neck. You get a sore lower back. You know, even my disease, fibromyalgia, there's a lot of belief structure out there that that, that, is a limb, you know, that is trauma that has never been dealt with. I got to admit, I'm not sure what it is because I've done so much work on myself in the last 15, 20 years, but I don't know what I don't know. All I can do is keep moving forward. And the more I understand, the more I can forgive myself, the more I can help others and be very clear. I'm just going to make this caveat. It is not your damage when someone else cannot accept you where you are now. Okay. So I had to let go of my family drama, my trauma, to say, my mother is never going to accept me as I am now. And my father, before I passed away, I am still that 18-year-old or 17-year-old that skipped out of school. I'm still that 19-year-old that was at the, you know, whatever I did. And I was still that 21-year-old that went out, got into a relationship and got knocked up. Never going to see me in the light of the strong, successful, emotionally balanced person I have become. Please remember, their attitude is not your problem. Don't try to sway them. Don't quit trying to change. You know, I used to get very upset when my family called me emotional because it was an insult. When they do it now, I just say, yes, I am. When I need to go to my sister for advice, my first thing is, you know I react emotionally to things. I could use your viewpoint on this. I do not beat myself myself up about my emotions, and I do not let someone else use it against me, which I did for a long time until about the age of 30. Okay? So where, where are we with all of this? Um, there were some thoughts I had just written down today because we do have to have faith that where you're going, where we're going is wonderful and important too. It is not all about looking back. So I quote under this, out of this book every now and then, Melody Beattie, her advice on this is this, gently let go, be free to step into your future of joy. And if I could wish something for you in 2024 is to step into your future with joy. We'll talk more in another podcast about what's going on in the world today and, and the dark forces. And I don't want you to be scared of all that. Yes, we may go through some rough times, but I still want you to hang on to the mantra of, I am going to step forward in joy. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com.
And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan.